Welcome to J-Rod Concerts, the podcast with Jamie Rodriguez. A trip of music discovery, Jamie is picking people he thinks you'll really like. Musicians, artists, producers, and everyone involved in the world of music. Here's your host, Jamie Rodriguez. Manamana, do 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 do. Manamana, do 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 do. Isn't that from the Muppets? I think so. Anyway, hi. How's it going? I'm Jamie Rodriguez, your host of J Rod Concerts, the podcast. So yeah, that means it's J Rod Concerts time. Hard to uh, pronounce sometimes, you know, when you're in the middle of fall, your lips get all chapped and stuff. You know, the leaves are falling and everyone's with a pumpkin spice latte. So verbalizing words can get tricky, but hi, let's get started, shan't we? Great new artist, guys, Nashville-based, Jordy Searcy, guys. He's got an amazing album that came out over the summer called Daylight, came out in June. And man, what an album. Uh, I mean, the critics love him. The fans love him. He just opened across North America for Ben Rector. And uh, he is incredible. He's from Louisiana. That's where he was born. Uh, He has over 700 shows under his belt, over a thousand songs he's written. And uh, he was on The Voice as well. His music has over 51 million streams. And he is super charismatic, as you're about to find out. Just a great guy. Uh, In 2020, he released an incredible album that was a little overlooked because of the pandemic called Love Songs. We talk a little bit about that here in the show, but uh, luckily for us, he returns with Daylight, his most exciting, mature, and adventurous work to date. It's got influences like Paul Simon, Taylor Swift's Folklore, and Pine Grove. So glad to have Jody on the show. Stay tuned for a wonderful performance of one of his songs at the end. And yeah, guys, if you're new to the show, please take 30 seconds of your time Give us a review, click subscribe, helps us quite a bit. So thank you, and let's get on with it, shan't we? Jordy Searcy on j Concerts, the podcast. Jordy Searcy. Hey. Hey, can you hear me? Can you see me? Yeah. Look at you. Look who we have here, Jordy Searcy. You are the man, the man of the hour. How are you? Uh, doing well. Uh, let me see if I can uh, – how, how's the audio? Are you – probably negate some feedback for you if i do this here you sound good thus far sound good look good look that compound love the compound man how you doing doing good man thanks for having me summer summer treating you well the heat yeah i'm uh down in uh close to the beach with my family down in in, uh, alabama kind of close to florida and yeah man it's been great just been writing a lot of songs smart move man and by the way daylight congratulations what an album it just gets better with every listen you know jordy Thank you, man. Appreciate that. Absolutely. You know, and I got to tell you, Jordy, you know, I love rock and roll. You know, we love Americana. But for you, it's blues and pop, right? That does it. Yeah, I think generally like just songwriting, you know, I like uh, my music tastes kind of vary from genre to genre. Um, but I think what attracts me really is just like a well-written song, you know, whether it's in hip hop or, uh, or or pop or whatever, you know. I agree. Yeah. Yeah, and you certainly do that. But like the guitar, you're you're like a low key guitar virtuoso, man. You are so good at it. How how old do you start when you play guitar, like you do, Jordy? Yeah, so I wanted to be a guitar player till I was maybe 21 or so. I um and yeah, I started playing when I was like nine. And so for a lot of years, 
that was my whole family is musicians. So like, I, it, it was a really serious, like, okay, I want to be a session player. I want to play live for people. So I practiced, um, and spent a lot of time mostly on guitar. And then when I was 21, I kind of realized it's like, okay, man, I've, I've, uh, I actually, I actually kind of, my heart is gravitating towards songwriting as a career. Yeah. So I started introducing myself as the singer songwriter instead of a guitar player. But for a lot of years, it was my main focus. So was it like from your family where you kind of get the guitar and you start practicing? Is that like where it started? Yeah. Yeah. I think like my dad's a keys player and a songwriter and my mom's a, a vocal coach and like ev everyone in my family has like made a record at some point. You yeah. Know? So, um, so yeah, it was definitely like, it was definitely the family trade, you know. Were you a popular kid, uh, Jordy? It, it strikes me like, you know, you're yeah. growing up in Louisiana, you're musically talented, you're a good looking chap. Like, were you like a super popular kid? I, um, I think, I honestly have no idea. I had friends, <laughs> but I, I spent so much time playing music and like I would, I would skateboard and surf a lot. And um, mm. so I, I like, I don't, I don't, I, I don't necessarily think that I, I was, that like I didn't have a whole lot of friends or people didn't want to hang out with me, but I definitely like spent more time on like music and, you know, being out in the water than I did ha like going to parties or anything, you know, Absolutely. but I, I, and I had most, most of my friends like played music or skateboarded with me. I love it. I love it. It's like, you never really wasted any time. Like what was the fantasy when you were growing up, Jordy? Like, was it, uh, you know, I'll get in a band, I'll be famous and I'll be a guitar player. Like, was there like a, like a beacon? I think it was more so just like, I'm going to be in the music industry in some capacity. Like I wanted, like, like I always just wanted, I, I'm a huge Beatles fan. And right. so I think the dream still for me is like, man, I want, I want to make whatever my version of a masterpiece like those records are, you know? Sure, sure. So I think, and I think, I think that was when I was in high school, I was like, man, I just, I just want to be a part of great music. And I think that's still kind of the heartbeat for me today. Absolutely. So, so what like Beatles era, like, are you, are you inclined? Like when you talk oh, about man. Beatles? I'm, I'm a, I'm a huge Beatles nerd. So all of it, um, <laughs> I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm like, you know, if you go to like a, your friend's dad's house and he has like a Beatles room, like that's the kind of guy I am. <laughs> uh, so I think right now, recently I, I, okay. I really uh, started digging the let it be record really from the documentary that just came out. Interesting. But I think before that, I think probably cohesively I'd have to say Abbey road is like my favorite. Yeah. Record. I do think that kind of their best work is right when they were about to break up. Yeah. Like the white album to Abbey road. Agreed. I, I can't, I, I agree with that for sure. Yeah, for sure. But you know, it, but, but it's, you know, you mentioned the Beatles, you know, like they could do something like, you know, obli, obla, like some ridiculous mm -hmm. stuff and make it sound good. But yeah. you've always had like that knack for songwriting. You never, even in your early stuff, we, we went back, we heard it. Mm -hmm. You always like from early on, you knew like you wanted to capture emotion. Mm -hmm from what like how do you learn that Jordy because like you really have like always had a knack for like the, the written word there thanks man I you know I don't really know that it's I I, you know maybe pick it, if I could say it some way it's like I always felt like I had something creative to communicate you know whether it was guitar playing or songwriting or performing or whatever um and I think songwriting for me was just like the most efficient way to get it out. And so I think I, I started writing when I was like 11 or 12. And I remember the first song I wrote, I was like, I was like, whoa, this is it. I want to do this yeah. forever. It was a very, very formative experience. And, I, and, and since then I just like started writing all the time. Um, and yeah, I think, 
uh, I think, yeah, I think it did kind of always feel like, oh man, I have something that I want to communicate and songwriting is like the most efficient way to get it out, you know? Totally. So, and I think, I think honing that over the years has been kind of my favorite thing. Yeah. Yeah. And you certainly are doing that, man. And, you know, obviously, you know, you go on The Voice, you know, you, you get to work mm-hmm. with Pharrell, that kind of pulls you into like national yep. consciousness, if you will. Did that like blow your mind when that was happening? Or were you like, this is like, I've been waiting for this kind of thing? It was interesting because I think I never expected. Well, so at that point, I was mostly, I was like, I didn't really consider myself a singer. I was like, I love writing songs. Maybe I'll write for other people. Maybe I'll make a record. Who knows? But mostly I want to play guitar for people. Mm. Um, and as for, for a living, cause that, that to me felt a little bit more like, oh, I could get hired by somebody that's already making money on the road. It's a lot easier to imagine that than, oh, I'm going to somehow convince a bunch of people to come out to shows, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, and so I think whenever I did the voice, it was kind of like, I tried out for it as sort of a branding fluke that they needed somebody like me on the show. Um, but then when I was on the voice, it was definitely like, oh, wow, I didn't expect this to happen. Let me see how see if I can kick this can further down the street kind of thing. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, Jordi. And, and, I, and I say this, you know, and I, you know, not tooting your horn here, but you are the guy. I mean, 51 million streams. I mean, Molly, like over 100,000 mm. streams. Daylight is a thing of beauty, critically acclaimed. I mean, do you think, Jordi, that you are the guy right now just because like really no one's doing what you're doing? I mean, you have like a beautiful mix of pop, but like at the same time, you're songwriting back to the songwriting mm-hmm. it's like no one is like merging it's like peanut butter and jelly man i don't know what mm-hmm. to say How, it's like no one really is doing that merch do you think that's why like you are like so in demand right now jordy thanks man i do think that like these days there's so much there's so much media of all kinds social media content whatever there's so there's so much entertainment out there so i think these days it's like all right if if something is going to work it's, it's not going to be because a lot of people kind of like it. Yeah. It's going to work because there's this, a vein of people that are like, oh, this is all I want to do is this song, this album, this TV show, whatever. Um, and I do think that there's some parts of my music are so like um, specific to what some people like um, that it allows me to do what I can do, you know? And so I, I'm, I'm really thankful for that. I'm, I'm thankful that, that that lines up with, you know, what I am really passionate about in my life's work of like writing great songs, you know, and I I do feel really lucky that like, oh man, I could wake up every day and try to write something new. And, and I would love, you know, I love, I love that as my job. And I, um, and I just feel really lucky that there are people that like kind of overlap with that niche to the point where I can do it for a living, you know, a hundred percent, a hundred percent curious if you, you you mentioned social media, I mean, you're pretty good Mm -hmm. at it, but like curious if you enjoy it, if you really enjoy the process, because you know, there's mixed, I live in Nashville Mm -hmm. too. You know, mm-hmm. lots of our, you know, industry friends and all that, a lot of them hate it, but it's like a yeah. necessary evil, I guess, creating a reel every day, all right. that stuff. How do you feel about that? Like, and your, your creative juice that you have for a yeah. day, you know? I, so I, what I do is I um, only have like all the social media apps on my phone are only unlocked from eight to noon. Mm. Um, and so I, and I usually have like an hour blocked off every day to like do some social media things. And gotcha. when I think about it that way, it's actually not that big of, I mean, like most people that have jobs do parts of the job that they don't like, you know, all the time. So I, I kind of look at it like that mm. on the, on the days when I don't enjoy it, I look at it it's like that. It's like, Oh man, well, I don't have to go on a radio tour as much anymore. You know, even this interview right. I, I'm doing from studio. Um, and, and uh, it's like, Oh man, if this is, if this is the, you know, 
what promo looks like, like right now. It's actually a little bit easier than it used to be in the music yeah. industry. And I'm, I'm totally down for it. Um, but I think there's a lot of days where I really enjoy it, you know, cause it's like, I, I try to where whatever platform I'm on, I try to be selling the same thing. If that makes any sense. I'm like, okay, I'm, you know, it's going to be me playing an, a piece of a lyric or a song that I really like, or that I've written um, or something like that, you know? And so I think that, that really helps. It's like, oh, well, sure. just make more music, but online. Okay. Yeah, I can do that. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good way to look at it. And, uh, you know, let me ask you about love songs for a second, because yeah. I mean, I think that in the future, Jordy, I think that like, I don't know, seven years from now, like, I'll give you an example. Mm. I have a, I have a movie buff friend here in Nashville and he was making the case the other day at Frothy Monkey there, uh, you know, about this great like quality of movies that came out like after 9-11 and like no one ever saw them yeah, because of, right, because of right. the timing. Totally. Uh, and I feel like 2020, like one day people mm. are going to look at the stuff that people released from like February to like, you know, yeah. September. And it's going to, mm-hmm. there's treasures in there and love songs. It's absolutely a chef's kiss. It's beautiful. Oh, thanks, man. Um, but what I love about it, you know, Obviously, you know, it was very misfortunate, the timing for you. Mm-hmm. But what I loved about you is you really quickly bounced back, right? Like, it mm-hmm. seems like you very quickly, like, you were like, okay, this is what's happening. Let me make the best of it. That's mm-hmm. that's how it seems on the surface. Is that how it was? Yeah. yeah I, I also think, too, like, I made a lot of records before anybody ever listened to them, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, like, for me, even though I didn't get to tour that record, really, Love Songs was... Um, was a record I was really excited about because I spent, uh, you know, I spent before that I, I, you know, I probably played 500 to 800 shows before that record came out where nobody really knew who I was or cared. And then when that record came out in fall of 2019 was the first time I would book a show and be like, Oh wait, 200 people showed up. This is a little, Mm. a little weird, you know, (laughs) this is different. These aren't just my friends that are showing in a different city that are showing up to, to this show. Um, and so I think, you know, I got, I, I probably got 30 shows before the pandemic touring that okay. record, um, kind of while the singles were coming out where I felt like I got to, got to have that moment in a live thing. And to, so for me, I think like, you know, there, you can always play the what if game of like, oh man, maybe if I was able to tour it right after that or do whatever, it would have blown up more. Maybe, maybe not. Um, I do think the thing about the pandemic is like, it wasn't like, just me just I couldn't tour it's like nobody could tour you know so like some you know it's not like anybody else was getting ahead really it's like we were all kind of had our hands tied um and uh yeah I think that um I'm still really proud of that record and I think it's you know my perspective more like oh man it's still pretty weird that anybody cares about my music and so I'm gonna take what I can get <laughs> I love and that. I and as far as bouncing back to make the next record it's like that's kind of what I've always done I I um wrote a bunch of songs for the love songs record. And I started writing, you know, in 2020 for my next, for the the daylight record. Um, And then I'm probably 75 songs deep in for the next record, um, you know, to be, you're like on a hot streak. I love it. You're on a hot streak. I love it. So, so, so during that time in 2020 though, like you Mm -hmm. were like, you basically got in your car and you drove like the entire West coast up and down, up and down. You know, mm-hmm. what, what were like, you know, some of the breakthroughs that you had that time, uh, you know, Jordy, like creatively as a songwriter, like, did you have anything like what were, yeah, what were the creative breakthroughs there? Yeah, I think the most important thing about that trip for me, it was about a month long and it was about a month and I was completely isolated for a month and I'd never done that before. And that was a really good experience for me because 
before that, I kind of had a perception of myself as just a musician, you know, like some every once in a while, I would be like, I would go get a coffee and then I'll be like, oh man, I should go to this coffee shop because then somebody might recognize me for my music, you know, <laughs> yeah. which was kind of a hilarious, dumb thing to do. And um, so doing that trip in the van um, really just kind of like uh, brought me out, out of that mentality and caused me to be like okay i'm just just be me by myself let's get back to the roots here um and i think that there's a few songs that i wrote on that trip and just kind of sounds and like just the 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 raw landscape of the california coast and that isolation really made it it made me want to make a completely different type of record than i'd ever made um and so we you know everything from the writing to the production to the to the recording techniques to like the things I was writing about to like the way that I that I was singing and I wanted my voice to come across was like totally different and way more rugged and way less polished um and way like more honest and um and I it's definitely like I didn't expect to make the record that I made and I'm really thankful of how it came out absolutely i mean seriously you know I, I could talk to you for 17 hours and i know you're gonna play a song for us jordy but mm-hmm. like your songwriting really it, it's just like it's incredible it's just beautiful man so and that's one of definitely your one of the greatest uh cards under your you know under your sleeve or whatever thanks, but I yeah do you that. want do you want to take us away with a song yeah i would great. love it thanks man appreciate it yeah okay See here. How do you take care of your boys, Jordy? Do you do throat coat, ginger, or I like do, a heavy drinker? I do a lot of um, warm-ups. Usually before I play a show, I do maybe 20 minutes of warm-ups. Okay. Um, and that's I think that's kind of the most important thing for me is just like always never get never getting into a point where I'm pushing my voice too much, you know. Right. Yeah, totally. Cool. Cool. Um, let's see. So I could um, I could play I, I might play that song Molly that the, the first one that came sure. out as a single. So this is the, the, the tune that had a little moment on TikTok and it's kind of done. It's done better than the rest of the songs on the record. But when I wrote it, I didn't, I didn't think I was going to um, put it out at all. I was like, Oh, this one's okay. And then I put it on TikTok and it, people reacted with it in a way that like, I really didn't expect um, which I'm really thankful for. Uh, and so this is, this is like a very unexpected song of mine. Um, and I think the recording too, like we played, um, we played on this, these rubber bridge guitars that are a really interesting instrument. And we like played, uh, you know, two guitars and bass down at the same time and just got a good take. And I sang over that. And, nice, nice. Um, and yeah, so this is, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm really thankful for this song and, and a little surprised by it, honestly, which is, which is fun. This was called Molly. When you opened up the door, I saw Molly. Then you smiled and grabbed my arm, and I felt Molly. Said you'll get off at 5.15. We'll go meet our friends for drinks. When I pictured what that means, I just saw Molly. When I woke up in your bed, I saw Molly's house. You kissed the hair up on my head And I felt Molly's mouth Maybe this is not your fault Wish I could turn the memories off But every time I think they're gonna Just see Molly 
I'm sorry you're not the one I want But my heart is a compass She'll always be north She hurt me so bad You'd never do that I wish I could see you The way you saw me But every time I look at you I just see Molly It's not like you don't measure up If she was bad to me Never thought to ask the kinds of questions that you ask me. Maybe that's the reason why I don't believe it when you're kind. You say you'll never change your mind. I think of, well, I'm sorry you're not the one I want. But my heart is a compass. She'll always be Lord. She hurt me so bad. You'd never do that. I wish I could see the way you saw me. Every time I look at you, I just see my I'll be over her. I'll finally see you shining in the kind of light that you deserve. But if we've fallen in out of love, say forever, then split up. Guess I'm scared you'll just become another Molly. And that's why I see Molly. I just see Molly when I look at you. Damn, Jordy. My chills have chills, man. Mm, Unbelievable, brother. Thank you so much. What a a gift. What a treat. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. We'll see you around Nashville. Yeah, that's right, man. See ya. Thanks. Appreciate it. You've been listening to J-Rod Concerts, the podcast with Jamie Rodriguez.